Hello and welcome to the PlayStation Unchained Eastbury Review Part 2 uh, and much like the best cliffhangers we've left you hanging on, on after a very tense and suspenseful end to the last podcast in which we had to do EA and Microsoft um, but it's okay this time there are four four whole shows to review I say four whole shows um, there's four whole shows in the sense that if you put the Square Enix and Nintendo ones together, it makes three quarters of a show at least. And then Ubisoft, well, they did everything we expected. So that makes up the rest of it, I suppose. Um, but we're still going to talk about them. Uh, mainly, I, I will assume we will be talking about Sony because that is our bread and butter. And there were lots of opinions on the Sony one coming out of uh, our lovely chats at the end of the conference last week this week last week by the time you listen to it um i am as ever your host neil bolt and i'm joined by venture level hall i am here and i can't wait to talk about video games well that, that that's good i'm <laughs> glad to hear <laughs> because it's not gardener's world i promise you oh damn it <laughs> that's the second half <laughs> Also joining me is uh, Gary Bektasarov. Hello. Hello. Uh, happier, I I'm, I'm sure, further away from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the sting of no Rocksteady game has died down just that little bit oh, so man. much. It, it's never going to die down. It's, it was a double no-show, though, because there was no Marvel game and no DC yeah, game. Yeah, no Avengers game. What's up with that? And also, rounding out our, our little motley cruise for today is Christopher, who is I am probably really excited about having Star Fox in that new game that Ubisoft are making. I, I I am here, and indeed I am. And you also neglected to mention also no new Metroid Prime, as mm. we were as we were hoping for was another one that many I'm sure was were very disappointed was not present at Nintendo's uh, show. But yes. Yes, very true, very true. I am excited for uh, the new Smash Brothers. And I'm not normally a Smash Brothers fan, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I know I know that's very risky to admit, but yeah, I've never really been a Smash Brothers fan. Um, I, I, uh, this this new I'm one's getting me a little excited again, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that big old roster, you know, helps, I think. It does. Especially for me, you know, coming into Nintendo after so long having nice comfortable favorites like sonic and uh snake in the minuses but but it's still the, at least snake <laughs> the travesty, the tra snake's, travesty. Snake's it, booty it, is isn't as luscious as it once was what are you look, doing I, nintendo i spent hundreds <laughs> of hours it's not david hater anymore that's why it's keeper sutherland's yeah. ass <laughs> so you're saying David Hayter's got the nicer booty? Sorry, <laughs> is his voice though? He's back. He's so that, that's good. You know, he's still doing the role long after. Um, hopefully, that means he'll do it in some sort of remake capacity somewhere down the line. That'd be nice. It's okay. Snorlax is way more attractive booty anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, no, it's no Ridley. That's no... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, something I'd expect Chris yeah. to say. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh... See, see, with, see, with me, you you get bootylicious snake, 
and, and Foxy Delicious Wolf. Um, with Gary, you get, you know, Snorlax's ass. So there's, there is a different line of taste. I'm not saying one is worse than the other. I'm just saying different, different line of tastes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, if, if Snorlax was a starter Pokemon, everybody would pick him. I would pick Snorlax as my starter Pokemon. Yeah. I, 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 I know it's Nintendo-based and we're going early, but that's one of the reasons why I can't wait for Pokemon Go that go Pikachu. It's because you can have another yeah. Pokemon follow you from behind. I just want to see what happens if you have a Snorlax. You'll just wait on the road. You have to go pick them up. Do you like yeah. sit on him and he rolls? There you go. Before we get there, we will mention Nintendo in passing. There isn't a lot to mention, has to be said, but um, same with, as we said, same with a certain other company. But we ended, of course, last time on Microsoft, having dealt with the, the awfulness that was EA's press conference. It's debatable whether it's the worst when you count everything. Uh, as every year. Um this one kicks off with the only conference I didn't see of the entire thing because I was asleep in bed, tucked up nicely. Um, and that was Bethesda's, which is a shame because that's the one I like to, I would have sacrificed most of the conferences to have seen that one instead, to be honest. It's, uh, it, it would certainly have been a better use of my time, that's for sure. Um, but you, you guys were up. You were, you were covering it. So. You were around. Mm-hmm around you are in the know as they say um obviously again leaks and things meant that games got announced a little earlier and you know Bethesda had this thing oh, we'll, we'll tell you what's coming and then we'll show you when it gets here that happened a few times and so right off the bat we got rage 2 which we knew which was started off with a performance by andrew wk which the crowd was not into at all <laughs> it's a well, what are you talking about? I was dancing up and down in my chair. Everybody loved Andrew WK. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, the E3 crowd were like... I don't it? know who he is, but <laughs> I will clap anyway. <laughs> He's very good. Uh, he, has, he hasn't changed it one iota in 15 years, which is just strange. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, Rage 2 was looking good. And we had uh, Elder Scrolls Online... Uh, was had its things mentioned. Legends is coming to PS4, which is the card game. Uh, Doom, of course, is coming back as Doom Eternal. Uh, uh, Praise DLC, which I, I played, finished, reviewed in this last week since it came out. It came out. It was announced. Uh, Wolfenstein got a couple of uh, announcements: a, a co-op sequel of sorts and a VR game. Oh, there's also a VR Prey game coming as well. Uh, Fallout 76 showed a bit more off uh, including the uh online cop side of it which just made many people go eh, i wanted a proper fallout like we anyone thought we were getting a fallout to begin with uh starfield was announced we don't know what the fuck it is but it's it's happening and um then elder scroll 6 also got announced right at the end there and again not happening for a very long time so i'll start off with you gary what what yes 
What was your main feelings coming out of the Bethesda conference? Uh, in, I in terms of what, thought uh, of all the press conferences, I think Bethesda gave everybody what they wanted. Mm. Um, every game that they had was for one fan or another. Whether you're a fan of Elder Scrolls, you got a new Elder Scrolls announcement. If it's Doom, you got a new Doom announcement. Fallout, you got a Fallout announcement. Um, everything they announced catered to someone who loves their games or a type of their game. Hmm. Um, so to me, there were obviously a lot of standouts for me. Oh, I love the first Rage. I know a lot of people had mixed feelings about it. I enjoyed it. Um, and I'm really excited for Rage 2. It's obviously a lot more arcadey, a lot more different than the first game from what it seems. Um, I'm excited yeah. that they are focusing all on single player. There's no multiplayer for it, at least right now. I know they said something that they might add multiplayer at a, after a launch, but we'll see. I was into it. I mean, it had this Mad Max mixed with Borderlands feel to it. Yeah, um, yeah. but a little less, like, on the nose, you know. I think that it's, it's yeah, goofy, but, it's silly, and violent, but in, in the right way, I think. Yeah, I, I kind of took more of a bullet storm from it uh, oh, rather than oh, a, a oh, yeah. Borderlands. Very, very you know? Awesome. Yeah, so I, I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, uh, open it is fully open world now, which is something they obviously couldn't do last gen because of console limitations but yeah uh rage okay. 2 uh definitely in 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 on that one uh doom eternal uh looks like we're going to earth from what i gathered from the trailer so i'm super stoked see for that, that. Way, yeah um can't wait to see more of it i'm surprised they really didn't talk about it more than other than the announcement or to give any details for it but um yeah, as far as all the other ones, um, I, I do want to get into Elder Scrolls Legends just because I love those kind of deck building games. Um, yeah, I got I got a free few promotional card sets when I went to preview Elder Scrolls Online, so I might actually get to use them now, which would be great. Oh, so. nice, nice. <laughs> um, we'll see how how they transition that to consoles. Um, but yeah, like I said, everybody really got what they wanted from this. From this press conference, I am excited for the Star Starfield. Was it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. I I am excited about what that because I I'm a huge space guy. I love anything set in space sci-fi style, um, and with Bethesda's ridiculous scopes and what they're capable of doing, I am curious whether it's you know if you fly around in your ship travel from planet to yeah. planet or if it's going to be set on a planet or just specifically set in space is it going to be like a mass effect style what it's going to be we don't know we know it's not coming this gen because they announced it for the generation whole new engine <laughs> everything so it's going to be the work they are at least this we said this um in the predictions for this and i think in last year as well that when they do get around to stuff like Elder scroll six and that the reason they're so far away is probably because they're working on them in a new engine and lo and behold mm. the first two games of the new engine are these two so yeah it is yeah and and you know yeah they announced elder school 6 which is probably not going to come out for another five maybe six years yeah um, i mean i was glad but, of this with both they were like yeah look straight out the bat we're telling 
these these aren't coming out for a while but we, we thought you should know we are at least making them so yeah but you know at least they you know had a logo on like a certain star wars game that didn't get one <laughs> yeah, just turn, just turn. <laughs> it has yeah, jedi and it exists <laughs> maybe uh that still stings just but yeah uh um, like, yes uh, I'm glad they are embracing more VR stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Prey in VR uh, sounds like it might be cool. Uh, yeah, it sounds, we'll like, sounds like the thing in VR, uh, which is like, yeah, I like, I'm digging the idea of that. It's actually great. But uh, we'll see how. And, and and Wolfenstein, I have no idea what that is. Uh, outside of a logo, we don't know what the hell that is. Um, I'm I was really surprised they didn't announce Fallout Four for PSVR. Uh, I think that, just because it's a bit more tech-heavy tech, tech heavy than Skyrim. The, the they can barely get Fallout 4 running at 60 frames normally, let alone with VR. <laughs> but it's already in VR, just not yeah. on a... Yeah, but you need, you need 60 frames per second as a sort of cap, and it drops a lot on PS4, so... Yeah, I think just the more... I reckon down the line it will happen, and they can milk it then, because, you know... Like we said, 76 isn't a Fallout game in the traditional sense, and we're not going to get a Fallout game for a long time after that. So, Look, they, they released Skyrim on Amazon Echo, so... Um, <laughs> Did that actually sure get released? Get yeah, that's a that real thing. That actually released. Oh my god, that sounded amazing. I wish I had Amazon Echo now. <laughs> it was like a text-based RPG if it was like the trailer. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly how it is. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Pick so up swords! I was out by saying that it would come onto the Vita this year instead. But yeah, it's, North uh... East! North East! North East! North East! <laughs> <laughs> Open door! North East! <laughs> but yeah, overall, I I did enjoy what Bethesda brought. Fantastic. Um, Chris, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Starfield is going to be Gary's new favorite Mass Effect 2. Wait for that. Yeah, I agree with Gary. It definitely catered to a lot of people. Uh, my Myself, I am a Fallout 76 and Doom guy, mostly, so I'm definitely yeah. excited for the new Doom and uh, Fallout 76. Uh, I think... I think as far as multiplayer goes, they're handling it really well. Uh, I'm excited. This is like what I've always, and my biggest problem, I don't know, Ben will agree with me. Uh, games like games like Skyrim and Fallout 3 and 4 and, and Oblivion, well, obviously with Oblivion they couldn't do it, but um, th- those games have always felt more like they should be a living, thriving MMO. Yes. Um, yeah. You always felt kind of just you know, you had the NPCs and everything, but for something like that, it, it should have, it would have been nice to have like been able to have even some kind of multiplayer. Um, yeah. And now they're doing, they're they're basically doing this. They're doing this what people who've always felt kind of lonely wandering the wastes uh, can now hang out with their buddies and wander the wastes together and fight death claws together and and it's shit. I'm on board. I I. 100% hope this is everything that they're promising so I have high expectations for it uh, yeah. myself are you are, are you upset though that they pretty much have to get rid of the VAT system now and it's essentially just a shooter no because it has VATs 
how does VATS work in multiplayer? Uh, basically, it doesn't slow down time, but you can target people. It's in a very crude. I don't way, know about that. It takes. It's kind of like what yeah. Fallout Shelter does, a very basic version of that, yeah. and you can do that here in 3D, basically. So, it, it's kind of that. Yeah. But it's fine. But yeah, I. That is obviously a downside of it. I, my feeling on it was that you know, if I want a post-apocalyptic single-player game from Bethesda, well, looky here, Rage Two is, is there. So, yep. Boy, and you know, I still haven't finished everything in Fallout Four, so <laughs> it's. Uh, if I really That's because you can't finish Fallout, everything. I can. <laughs> I've got about 140 hours further than I ever got with Fallout Three. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there, Neil. I I still haven't finished the main game, the main story in Fallout Four. Uh, I finished uh, that. I, it's just like I, I, I <laughs> did the DLC. So the last DLC pack I didn't really finish, and there's other stuff I want to do in the main wasteland. And yeah, oh, it's just one of my favorite places to go exploring. It really is. It's like, and uh, yeah, that's why I like going. I'm yep. slightly disappointed there isn't a Fallout Four VR on PS4 because I, I'd like to. Have seen it just for the exploring even if it was just for exploring it'd be nice but yeah i can imagine it's not easy and i, I think you might end up being sick doing the um creation system in that yeah uh, yeah sorry anything else chris um no pretty much that's uh, that's all i can i can think to take away from it yeah i really enjoyed the bethesda show this year they uh they uh have kind of been they've kind of been clawing their way back into people's hearts a lot after a lot of the stuff that people were mad at them about a couple of years ago so it's nice yeah. to see them put on a good show and like actually make some stuff for the fans like they've listened to what we've wanted and done something good with it as opposed to how that might normally go for other developers so yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited to see these ones yeah, and I think uh, obviously there were complaints about Fallout, as we said, where people were moaning because it's now an online game. And it's like, well, it's not a sequel, you know, properly. Because you know, it's three years since the last one came out, and th- these games don't tend to come out so, so quick one after the other. Nope. So, and hey, you don't have to play it online. You can just no, go you on your own. But mm-hmm. people, again, you know, the hysterical side of reset era obviously the most logical people in the world um well you know pretty much going oh but the world would be empty because there's no npcs and it's like what the fuck do you think you're fighting all the time (laughs) it's like like, yeah it's a co-op shooter and we're not going to have any enemies it's like uh, i I don't know i I think most of the fun in fallout 4 was not the people it was more like they're going around and discovering shit than Finding what monsters. And plus, it said we're not going to see human NPCs. What if we mm. join up with a players, squad players, of super players. mutants? A death call NPC. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, players will take the role of NPCs essentially. Yeah. So, uh, that, well, well we can have a group of raiders that are super mutants, a ro- some robots. And, and, you know, story-wise, it makes sense. They're the yeah. first group outside. Yeah, you, this yeah. vault is the first one open. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. they, they've covered themselves in that sense. But, yeah, you know, it's clearly the thing they want to make the money over the next few years, which will then in turn hopefully help to fund 
the single player stuff because you know as, as good as it is that they keep doing it clearly a lot of them don't make the money they should yeah. and guess of the way it is and that's and run out of versions of Skyrim what... to release yeah so Fallout 4 will be next where they'll just put it on everything <laughs> so it's I would have liked Skyrim on my fridge it'll happen one day if Doom Sky... can be on a, a, a pocket Sky calculator. fridge Sky fridge it's the right, <laughs> right temperature for it that's for sure da, 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 da. What about, what about you, then, How did you feel on the old Bethesda? I enjoyed the rage until I found out it wasn't co-op. Uh, <laughs> and I was disappointed and I lost interest. Uh, Doom Eternal looks good. Just because Doom is awesome. <laughs> and I giggled that they admitted that they haven't made a new IP in 25 years when it comes to Starfield. So... Well, yeah, Bethesda games, game studios haven't. That's yeah. the fairness. If, if, officially, yes, they have. But, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, if you're going just wide, worldwide Bethesda. But, yes, it's, yeah. it's in their case of that studio that makes Skyrim and Fallout, yes, it's the first one they've made in a long, long time. 25 um, years. I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, though Fallout technically knew when they got it with Fallout 3 because yeah. it wasn't theirs before, no. it still wasn't, yeah, a new, new. Um... Personally speaking, um, I'm very excited for Rage 2. For very much like Gary said, it, it's, there's a bullet stormness to it that, that, that is instantly appealing. And if, if it's proper open world, and I think Avalanche have had good practice with the Just Cause games and the, the Mad Max game, it could be really good. Plus, like I said, with its help with the gun stuff, which is, is always the weakest stuff in Just Cause, and uh, I have to say, then, yeah, maybe it'll be very cool. I, I wonder about how interesting the open world will be because though Avalanche are very good at making big open worlds, they don't tend to have a lot going on in them. So I'm hoping the shooting will be the main draw here in that regard. Uh, busy, busy Avalanche, doing lots of things, it seems. Um, yeah, I also like Chris. I'm yeah, they're all working on three three games? Three or four? I don't remember. Yeah. Three, three. Three games. Three. That studio is well spread out. It's like, don't nod with like, they're doing like everything under the sun so how, how are they managing it <laughs> being such a small <laughs> studio <Yeah. laughs> um, yeah like Chris I, I'm very much into the idea of Fallout 76 um, just, it, it's different that's fine I, I've done the explore the wasteland thing this will still have it to a degree but I like this sort of almost GTA online level of griefing that, that could be done uh, on there could be quite interesting to see how a new Heavy, I don't know. I think it'll be, it won't be an issue. Oh no, no. I mean, like good griefing. This isn't like the the proper shit. Yeah, because you, if housing gets like, saved, and when you log off, you everything gets taken off with you anyway. Yeah, so. that's it. But no, it's more like when you're playing, just like fighting to find that nuclear code and uh, just, uh-huh. just basically burn someone's entire commune into the dust. Be nice. And they can uh, steal all their resources. Yeah, I mean, it's an apt metaphor for online life, really. It's yeah. like, if I can't have it, I'll nuke everything you've got. Into, <laughs> into a I didn't know it was a Microsoft uh, game. Was... <laughs> 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 so, um, Too soon, Ben. Too soon. I think <laughs> big surprise for me was um, that there was another Wolfenstein. To be honest, uh, in young blood, I'm cool with it. To be honest, a co-op one as well. Uh, in 80s Paris with BJ's 
daughters. Um, I mean, unfortunately, that does give away the slight spoiler that whatever happened at the end of Wolfenstein 2 didn't really matter because they're still fighting the war <laughs> another 10, 20 years on. So, but yeah, it's a. Uh, well, it's in a different country, isn't it? Yeah. But you know the Nazis are not gone. If I point it, doesn't I mean, come on, like they can't get happened. rid of the Nazis because if they get rid of all the Nazis, then there'll be no more Wolfenstein. Well, they, they could fight wolves. <laughs> what about Nazi wolves? Nazi wolves? Why not? Zombie Nazi um, wolves. So, um, I know we didn't do this last time with Microsoft because it seemed unfair, and EA because why the hell would we give it a grade? But the um, first conference, give it give it a, a grading system, uh, you know, the, the A to E, if you will. Uh, ben. B plus. A B? A B for Bethesda? Yeah. yeah. Gary? I would agree. A B. A B? Chris? B plus. B plus. And, yeah, you know what B plus? Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty fair, pretty fair. If I can find something, trying to find a plus button. There we go. Right. So um, briefly onto Square Enix. Um, let's see if we can spend more time talking about it than actually, you know, conference that there was. There were games there. I mean, that, that that's that's for sure. It was a very strange little conference, but uh, it there were. <sighs> Kind of going the Nintendo Direct route of just like, here's some games, let's have some narration, which Keith David, that was great, loved that. Um, though it did seem like I was listening to the Monday Night Wars every time he was speaking. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, but well, major no- negative point for me straight away was that, you know, no Avengers game. Even when the, and then they go and put a game in that looked like it could have been the Avengers game. And it turns out it's just, no, it's Superhero Death Guy. And he, the one uh, having his uh, fun. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was there, more stuff for that gameplay, which I hate to say we'll, we'll come into it later, but n- it's a good thing that went on before The Last of Us Part 2. I'll say that much. Um, the Shadow was uh, definitely over Lara in this case. Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy XIV online crossover was revealed, which was cool. Yes! Yes, see Ben, relevant interests. And it'll be next month. Uh, we saw, yeah, talking of relevant interests, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven uh, had a bit more of that, uh, <gasps> woo, including a lovely limited edition, which does look very nice. Uh, Babylon's Fall, a new Platinum Games IP. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about the Fallout collected edition. I didn't even see it until just now, and, and I was like, oh, okay, there's some stuff. I'm really there's tempted. A, Oh, that one. Yeah, that one is good. Yeah, with the helmet yeah. that works and has a voice modulator and a light. You can wear it like a helmet. All I know yeah, is... That is, is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not like a lot of like the Killzone helmet where you can really wear it because it's just like a model. <laughs> it's, it's an actual wearable piece of kit. What if I have a really big head and it doesn't fit? Like my head, my head probably won't fit. <laughs> then you don't need it. Yeah. Problem solved. Ben's head is massive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back on track. Just cause four. That's official. 
official after yeah, well we knew it's official because it got leaked in every which way but loose. Uh, looks like weather's the new thing in this one. Um, basically, tornadoes and nonsense. It's still going to be a just cause game, and that's pretty much to its detriment. Um, it might be good this time. You never know. But they still got the same voice actor, so. Hmm. Um, the Quiet Man, as we said, the death superhero type game that's apparently real time stuff and. Uh, yeah, green play graphics and a very short game. So it sounds very experimental, like a studio is doing this in preparation for something else. But uh, yeah, it's not the Bouncer 2, as many did think, but uh, it's it's an interesting. We, we don't know much more about what it is. And yes, as we said, that, that was really it. It was all done in under half an hour and we were just sat there thinking, what? I mean, the best thing that came out of it is uh, that, that we managed to get like a tweet go on fire on the PSU account uh, just after that, which was great. So, you know, small victories. Um, so, Chris, I'll start with yeah. you for this one. Um, how did you find the Square Enix uh, conference, if you can call it that? It was all right. I mean, I I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for Dragon Quest. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomb Raider and Hitman 2 so it wasn't like bad for me I think we're getting s- more stuff that we want again but yeah. It just yeah it was just it was just short like here this is kind of what we're working on alright here buffet's open like okay whatever alright <laughs> I, I don't know it's just kind of cool <laughs> yeah, it's, next it's just, there wasn't much to say this is it <laughs> um, cool uh, any any particular highlight other than Dragon Quest? Or? Um, actually, the yeah the bigger the bigger highlight for me is probably uh, uh, Just Cause Four. I like the games, so hopefully hopefully we'll get a Sharknado in it, and then the series can finally die a uh, a uh, fan ridden death. <laughs> God damn it! Just a, well, you know the films are ending, so yeah, what better way to carry on the legacy? Than, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it that's all i'd say it was there it's done let's move yeah, on i mean that's yeah, not not bad show. uh ben for me it's got to be the fantasy 14 reveal and yeah the only thing that really made me excited for most of all the conferences was that captain something 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 sorry the captain something something oh the ultimate adventure of captain spirit that's it, Captain Spirit. Yeah, which uh, we didn't cover here because Microsoft had already had it. It's yeah. like when you, when you knew you were going to have a half-hour conference, why do you then go and give some of your stuff away to another company? <laughs> it's just like... But yeah, uh, that looked so, good. Yeah. Just thinking about that, they, they gave about yeah. 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of their conference to stuff that had already been on other conferences. <laughs> it's free, isn't fun. it, as well, which I'm shocked about. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a, a buff between um, season one and season two of Life is Strange. So, yeah. I didn't no, expect no. the whole thing to be free, though. No, I, which is cool. Like I, said. Yeah. I thought it was like everything. It's like, here's the first one for free and then buy the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get the first one for well, free, know, boy. Well, so everyone expected Life is Strange 2 at yeah. the gate. So this is clearly their sort of stopgap because, you know, as we said, uh, don't nod are very, very busy. Yeah. Um, 
they have Vampire, they've got this other game, Twin Mirror, and uh, yeah. So it's uh, good times, good times for them. Gary, what about you? Mm. Um, baffling to me. Uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> they didn't have the games that people already know are in development. And yeah. they show off more games that we didn't know were in development. <laughs> yeah. If, like, there, there's so much stuff missing. And in a way, I understand why, say, Final Fantasy VII wasn't there. Um, because they don't want to, I guess, I don't know, distract people from Kingdom Hearts 3, which had three goddamn trailers at E3. Um, yeah. Wait, different okay. trailers, I might add. I just... Yeah. If I see another Kingdom Hearts 3 I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, it's why it wasn't worth mentioning here because we'd already mentioned it on the last podcast because that was the first time it showed up. Yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, yes. uh, some kind of update would have been nice. Um, but we got nothing. I mean, where was Left Alive? That awesome From Mission successor that they announced. Um, mm. That wasn't here either. Um Obviously, the Avengers game. We know we knew that the Avengers game was a long ways off. They even said that, but something would have been nice. Um, I mean, now the more I think about it, I think well, maybe they're not telling us now because there's so much to sort out in the uh, movie universe that it's going to. It might have been a bit spoilerific to have announced it earlier than that. Well, well, no. um, maybe. I mean, if it takes place after the next Avengers movie, maybe. Uh... I, I, I would suggest it will, yeah. I think they even said that it would be different in terms of the roster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, Disney will have a control on it, and I would say they would want certain characters to be in it. So, yeah, it's uh, which would be good, because it would be better than a game that is just the basic bunch uh, that we're used to, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, also... Um... What's it called was missing too. Um, damn, oh, Final Fantasy 15 DLC. Mm. They announced all this DLC that's going to be coming out this year and nothing. Um, yes, but then I, I think very much the case of them saying they were going to do it and hadn't actually done it yet. Rather <laughs> than, they're like, shit, they're like, shit, this has made a lot of money. Um, yeah, we'll do some more. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're t- we were totally already doing more. We were that confident. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, but it, so it was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see some more Tomb Raider actual gameplay this time. Um, that was cool. Um, I I like what they have planned for Babylon. Is that Babylon? What is it called? Babylon something. Babylon's fall. Babylon's fall looks like a four-player co-op platinum game. I mm. mean, I hope it's better than Ninja Turtles. Um, but we'll see. I hope it's better than Anarchy Reigns. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I mean, I hope the, it's the as good art, as the bouncer. The the characters look cool, so we'll see about that. Um, and obviously the the superhero death one. I, I'm really intrigued by that one. But yeah, so I, I think that I I hope people have caught on to the fact that it will be a short game because uh, I highly doubt they have. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what happens. Like, I was expecting more. Uh, I, I, I very much think that's an experimental game. 
It looks uh, sort of help set tech for the Avengers game. But yeah, outside of that, that Dragon Quest Eleven Collector's Edition, day one, man, day one. That's hot. Yeah, well, it's good. But again, certainly we kind of already knew most of Dragon Quest stuff, and apart from the Collector's Edition. But yeah, like I said, they, they, they showed stuff that was just a little baffling to me. Mm. Um, and they left stuff out that they probably should have had in there. In I mean, they, they almost didn't need to announce they were having a conference. I think that, that was the main thing. They could have just said, oh, we'll just do a, like a highlight reel of things we're announcing. If they'd said that out loud, you know, you know people I, wouldn't... At this it. point, I, I think it's because like Microsoft and Sony didn't really have space or room to show off their games at their conference. So yeah. they had to announce these things some way, so they had their own. So. Yeah, Sony had so little room that they, they just <laughs> threw a from software VR game in after everything finished. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, uh, I'll tell you that the only other thing for me was Octopath Traveler for the Switch, which I've been eagerly anticipating for a while now. Hmm. Played the demo? I have been playing the demo, yes. Mm, enjoy it's it? a three-hour demo. It just turns off after three hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I have nothing really to add to that. I think um, grading, I, I will give it a D plus just because there were some interesting games there. It's just the uh, format of it was a bit... Um, ben? A minus. A Minus. <laughs> you don't understand. Final it's... Fantasy fourteen, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, ben is done. Uh, Chris. Uh, D. D. You like the D. Gary. Uh, C minus. C minus. So not terrible, just battling. I think. I think is the overall uh, <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we were on to the Ubisoft conference. Yeah. Sorry to, to Volvo and uh, PC Gamer. Um, it's just not a lot of relevant interests. And to, but, you know, hey, bravo to let me, let me for Yeah, another. let me just say, Devolver put on a hell of a show, and I really, that was my favorite <laughs> one. I'm yeah. sorry, they did. They put on the best show. Devolver, kudos to you guys. You you fucking nailed it. <laughs> this yeah. just... I mean, Sipping with Sata, just uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. It has to be said. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear, dear. So, on to Ubisoft, which was, was very much. I I mean, I wasn't expecting loads. I mean, our, our dear old JP was feverishly hoping for a, a Splinter Cell announcement that never came. Um, uh, instead, came on stage at the end. Did we are the world basically, and. That was it, which was a shame. But that's not to say there wasn't anything coming out of it. Skull and Bones came back. Still looked quite interesting. Beta is now available for sign-up. You knew that already. You'd kind of advertised it on your website for two weeks. By the way, you were um, I don't know why you thought people would think it was a surprise. Maybe because you didn't bother announcing it. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, there was that, which, as I said, is something I'm still looking forward to. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was proved to be real, shock horror. Uh, but with two playable characters and romancing options, guess what, Gary? It's the best new Mass Effect 2. Guaranteed. <laughs> <Son of> uh, 
Mass Effect 2 in ancient Greece. Get in. Um, Transference turned up again. The Elijah Wood uh, virtual reality game, which should, yeah, I, I'm still Which I was confused and thought he was in Spider-Man. <laughs> God. Which must have got even more confusing when Joseph Gordon-Levitt came on stage and you're like, oh my God, which one of you was from Third Rock and the Sun? <laughs> the Sun. Ah. Yes, yeah, so, so Starlink was also shown again, which is that basically you put a, star, a spaceship on your controller. And its big gimmick basically was Nintendo will get Star Fox stuff, which, which will make it the best Star Fox game in a good 20, 30 years. So, <laughs> No, it's it's best gimmick is the fact that you can buy and build your own ship physically. Yeah. But yeah, as for the game, I, I'm not majorly convinced by it, I have to say. Um, for Honor, gets uh, Chinese Imperial Warriors. I've just seen some, how someone spelt this in the news post, and I'm slightly ashamed. Um, let's put it... <laughs> I don't know how to say how it's spelled. Um, uh the Crew 2 beta release date, which it seemed a bit anticlimactic as it was literally the week before it comes out. And I will be annoyed if the Crew 2 now sells better than Onrush because Onrush is such good fun and it bombed at retail. And yeah, Crew 2, it's fine, decent, okay, vanilla, raisin bran, bollocks. Uh, it gets higher sales and yeah the, the world just doesn't know what to do with itself um to the shock of no one and it opened the show uh just dance 2019 that was announced um yeah the wii they, u too for the wii the u, wii u. <laughs> they put it on fucking everything let's be honest <laughs> because they can just the dancing panda was at least not chasing the room we had it we had more Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, which showed that despite Ubisoft, who you know, are always honest daves when it comes to what they are and aren't making, you know, they previously said, no, we, are, we aren't making Beyond Good and Evil 2 at all, at all, not, not in the slightest. Here's Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, then said, oh, no, this game doesn't have Paige or, or, or Jade in it at all. It's a new story. And it's like, oh, guess what? Paige and Jade in this trailer. And... Yeah, it looks like Jade has now become the villain of this one. <laughs> so, uh, interesting, interesting. I, I'm more interested for it now, knowing that. Uh, slightly troubling was the uh, Space Monkey program, uh, which uh, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt came out and uh, basically said, hey, make some stuff and you might get paid for it to be in the game. Uh, it is the general feel of it, which uh, didn't go down very well on the internet funnily enough yeah in a strange shock twist uh trials rising was announced for ps4 i i think while it was going on i think it was the most negative any of us have been about anything that was shown at any conference which is strange that's because they the took fucking... so damn long with it yeah it was and they did their comedy bit and it's just like uh i don't know if that's a comedy like, bit or like... an actual fuck up no his overall attitude was i think this is funny which which was sad um yeah i think the main the main bone of contention on the night was like every minute this shit is on splinter cell isn't getting announced and uh, yeah it proved to be the case <laughs> oh. uh the division the division two got more sure again had been shown at another conference at this point but yeah they showed a bit more 
less of the uh, waffle with the fake gamer chat, um, raids are in it, etc. Free DLC, yada yada yada. And there was a that was it really for us. I mean, they they did a musical number about the Donkey Kong DLC for fucking Mario Rabbids, which was just like again, we're wasting time on this when we could be announcing another game. It, it, it would just seem a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much... I, I've probably gone through most of my thoughts there, funny enough, I think. Um, so, Gary, yes. tell us, how did you find Ubisoft? Um, it was okay. Um, obviously, there's some games there that I was really looking for. Division 2, I'm incredibly excited for that game. I love sure. the first one, um, so I'm really happy to see um, the sequel coming along from what it looks like pretty well. I mean, it looks like they took a lot of issues they had uh, with the first game and they've addressed them. Um, they haven't really talked about the PvP stuff yet, um, which is quite interesting since that's a big endgame aspect of the first game. Yeah. Uh, or whether the story continues on from the first game, because uh, that it sounded like it was a, it did sound like it continued, but not right away. Yeah, so we don't know if, if the main uh, uh, bad guy who, who set off the virus is is going to be present in this game or not. But um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new location. I'm excited for for the season change. Even though I love the snow so very much. Um, it gives them a nice little chance to show off some more vibrant colors, I think. Um, so I, I am super stoked for that. Free DLC, of course, always on board with that. It seems to be the trend everybody's going for, except for Activision, who's going backwards. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that on certain things. I don't know if it wasn't even part of the conferences that caused that ire. But yeah, I don't think Sony anybody wanted to, wanted to have any booing moments at their conferences. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, uh, don't do the basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, outside of that, um, yeah, I don't really know. I think the the lack of a big surprise game at the end hurt it because Ubisoft for the longest time, every conference they've had, they had this big surprise game at the end of their conference, and that didn't happen this time, which was kind of sad. Um, but beyond Good and Evil Two. I've been excited for that since before it became a real game. Uh, <laughs> um, and just to clarify things, it is a prequel to the first one. That's why Jade is in it. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. and why she's supposedly evil this time. Um, so, yeah, they did say that this is a prequel to, to Beyond Good and Evil. Um, but again, Jade's in it, so I'm super stoked. Like you said, they said she's not going to be in it. Um, they said a lot of stuff that's not going to happen in a game, and it's happening. Um, and they showed a little, a little bit of gameplay for us uh, in the trailer, even though they showed it off screen, which irritated the hell out of me. Um, yeah, they're very vague about and ambiguous about that. So like whenever there's anything gameplay related, they're like yeah, we'll show it on another screen, off a screen, on a screen. It, well, well, they showed it behind like, closed doors. A lot of gameplay behind closed doors, which again is. One of those things yeah. that just irritates me, but but yeah, but, like, yeah I still there, there. I get it because you can be in the ear of the people playing it, going, "Look, you have to understand the game is at this stage." Exit because journalists will understand that. 
if you show that again that's barely started to uh, yeah. people that don't understand it, they'll be like, oh, this game looks shit, like that, and that'd be it. Yeah. Uh, it it was a better idea. Again, to me, it's, again, one of those games that I, 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 I'm I 100% convinced that it's a next-gen game. Yeah. I, I just do not see them being able to do what they want to do, ambition-wise, with the current-gen consoles. Like, to yeah. zoom out to a whole new planet and seamlessly fly over there with no loading screens, no nothing, like it, it seems impossible to me right now. Mm. It really does, and I just don't see it happening. Um, I do feel like it is an next-gen game, but as far as the 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 community stuff they talked about, I think it's a great idea. Um, I know people are like, "Oh, look, they're making the community make the game for them." And it's like, "Well, you don't have to do anything." And the game is still going to get made. It, it, it isn't <laughs> quite that, you know. As much as it sounds like that, it isn't really quite that. It's more like art stuff. It's very simple. Yeah, they're, they're letting people show off their creative talents in a video game for everybody else to see. Like, I don't see the problem with that, personally. Well, it, it's the art equivalent of, you know, what we in this industry where we say exposure. You know, that's what you're getting paid in. <laughs> because, yes someone will get paid but you're basically doing work not knowing if you will get paid for it and it's like and yeah i can i it's exploiting the the passion of fans uh, to get you know something out, out of it which um, whether intentional or not is is the end result because people will do it regardless and hope and pray that they, they get through to it and yeah but, but then right to, to me, it's just another competition then. If you're doing it just to get paid, then you better be the best one at it. So it's a competition. Yeah. I see it completely. Yeah. I see it as you love to draw. You want people to see your art skills. So this is a good chance to see somebody's art skills. And if it's good enough, hell, you might even land a job. Look at the guys who did content for Little Big Planet 3. They got jobs for their good shit. This is the yeah, same thing. But in fairness, this was completely born out of passion, not because they were looking for a job. But this is, I think that's where the bone of contention lies is that you're basically throwing a stake into a bunch of hungry people and making them fight for it in a way. Which, as much as that's the outside message is, oh, no, we're not. No, we're just trying to give people the opportunity to have their stuff, you know, to get them on the platform. It's like, it, it's not quite like they, they think it is. It's well meaning. And there's no doubt about that. It's just that maybe they needed to sort of step back and go, maybe we could have done this a little bit differently. Maybe you could have done this as a separate competition. Yeah, I, know. I, I get it because that's what Joseph Gordon-Levitt hit record for, for many years. You know, he, um, but when he, he sort of pointed out that, you know, he'd made, you know, paid out like $3 million on projects they'd done to people who submitted work. Sounds good on the surface, but it's been many years of many projects and three million dollars basically works out to about four quid for every project and so it's not quite as good as it sounds it it's that weird silicon valley-esque approach to stuff where you know they think oh yeah this sounds good i'm helping other people to help themselves sort of thing but they're not, not kind of seeing that they're not helping as much as they could which is fine and i think maybe they've learned something from this which is the main positive to take out of it hope but yeah it, it, there was a lot of post e3 moaning about stuff and yeah the, all of it aggravated me to a certain degree but of these 
this is one at least someone responsible was like they listened to it and like you know what yeah you might be right there might be a slight problem to the way we handled this that's fine so we'll, we'll go back and look at it whether they do or not is a different thing but at least you know they've acknowledged yeah. it they've acknowledged it Tony they've acknowledged the problem in the room <laughs> <laughs> they, they've not just said we sold a lot of shit and that was it that they have just said yeah we'll look into it oh dear yeah but but okay. yeah um, look it. I, I am I am beyond excited for that game I think beyond good and evil is one of the best games no one played out there yes yeah. in my opinion it's top peak, 10 for sure um, peak Ubisoft years uh, those ones uh, when we had the and, and, and I hope Ubisoft releases a remaster of it on the PS4 uh, before the the first one comes out or the second one comes out because I think more people especially after seeing the second one and you know more they show it off the more impressive it's probably gonna look uh, it's gonna gauge a lot of interest for a lot of people but yeah. hey it's on PlayStation now so you can always play it on there as well so yeah um right so let's move on to Ben yeah. it, it was the conference. Uh, uh, you were, you were not wrong. Uh, you can say that about it more than you can square it. <laughs> I think that's about all I cared about. Really, there wasn't really anything at all for me. Uh, you just by the lack of climbing of towers. I was disappointed at the lack of climbing of towers and the lack of Splinter Cell and the lack of a new Rayman game. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that. Um, yeah. Got more rabbits instead. So yeah. yeah, or or just anything. I don't really like many Ubisoft games. So that's it, really. Yeah. Not much I can uh, talk did... about. Cool, Chris. Um, kind of in the same boat as uh both you, Gary, and you, Ben. We uh, it. I'm excited for the Division Two. Uh, I am sad there was no new Splinter Cell. I'm excited for Beyond Good and Evil 2. I am sad that there was no big game announcement. So, yeah, pretty much everything that's been said already. So, so I, have, I have nothing to add to it. It's just like, mm-hmm. it was Ubisoft, all right. Before we do move on, I do want to say a couple more things I totally forgot to say, if that's okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, For Honor should have gone free to play by now, in my opinion. Um. They announced a new faction two years too late. It took them two years just to fix that game and all its problems. I um, think I think they were hoping for Rainbow Six again, where you know it, a game that launched in a bad state and then gradually got yeah. better. Well. I mean, and Rainbow Six is their like reason to trust any game. Game, uh, game, <laughs> game now. Yeah, um, a yeah. lack of Wildlands I thought was a little discouraging. Um, because I think they they put a lot of faith into that game. I will. I was fully expecting them to announce a battle royal mode for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite honestly, um, but its lack of absence on the show is interesting to me. Um, it's interesting again because it's like it's this perce- it's perception about these games like Verona, like Wildlands, and that, and even Rainbow Six to agree that those, those figures get thrust in our face every time they get the chance. It's like, but they do well. They actually do well. It's just that they're not in the mainstream doing well sort of a sense, you know, because you can't make an eSport out of the other two the same way you can Rainbow Six. You don't really 
yeah. see it as much. And yeah, Wildlands is really popular. I mean, like it, uh, last year, that and For Honor were like the two best-selling games for most of the year. Uh, it's like which tells you a lot. And mm-hmm. because people want to, people want to play with each other online, and uh, <laughs> in many in, in many different ways. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, uh, I, I forgot to talk about Odyssey. I am really excited for Odyssey. Yeah, uh, I this is probably the most excited I've been for Assassin's Creed game in a very very long time. Uh, it does it does that thing like Brotherhood did for me, where it's like it's more it's kind of more of the same, but something a little bit different. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're going full RPG now, from what they were saying. Um, oh yeah, choices and everything and romance. <laughs> Um, it's the closest thing to, to a Wonder Woman game I'm probably going to get now. Um, and I just love the setting of Greece. I always have. Um, I, it's so vibrant and colorful. Um, I'm, I'm super stoked for it. I, I really am. Um, so much so that I'm gonna, I installed Origins just to get a feel for how the new games play. Uh, and yeah. I haven't played Origins since I bought it back in November. Uh, yeah, I mean... If it weren't for Origins, I, I wouldn't Wait, care. one second. I just came but... back. I had to go FK for a second. Now, are you talking about Assassin's Creed Greece or Greece the, mu- mu- you know, the movie? God damn it, Ben. Because we're talking about you know, Greece is just fantastic. But, uh, yeah, and, and of course, the, the mythology uh, to me is still... I, I still think Greek mythology is one of the best mythologies around. So uh, I'm super stoked for it. I really am. Um, Were you at all surprised or annoyed that you couldn't throw your assassin's hat and take over other people? (laughs) That was a great picture, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I was. Uh, (laughs) No, but but yeah, I'm super excited for Odyssey. I I really am. Um, But yeah. uh, Cool. So as I got you talking, Gary... What would you give us upgrade? I would give it a B minus. B minus. That's very fair. Yeah, B minus from you, uh, Chris. D. Sorry, repeat that. I, I had a glitch. D. 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 And Ben. D. D. I think that, that's categorically the lowest score so far. I, I gave C minus to that one um, because yeah, I like Skull and Bones and Odyssey. To be honest, and yeah, uh, Skull and Bones is interesting to to me. Like it looks fun, right? But it yeah, just looks yeah. like a like an Assassin's Creed spinoff. Right, at but the same time, I think that it's more in, more in depth on doing it because you got well, yeah, because it's going to be its own game, but yeah. Yeah, it's just weird to me. I don't know. I hate how, like, a couple of times in the trailer they tease that, that oh, look, you can go on land and do this. It's like, no, no, no. All it does is just skip you to a new area in the boat. You fuckers. Oh, look, they're, they're boarding the boats. So you must get to do sword fights. No, you've just conquered the ship. That's it. It's like, <laughs> t- Maybe teasing. they cut that content because it wasn't ready to be shown. You never know. I, I am really hoping that. Otherwise, they are absolute bastard trollers. And. I mean, I don't need it, to be fair, because I've gone in expecting it won't be the case, but I, I would like, yeah, a little bit of uh, places. I think there's like a hub world uh, that you can sort of walk around and on foot, but that's it. 
It still yeah. has more content than Sea of Thieves. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. I laughed when I saw someone go, oh look, Microsoft have made the first successful Rare game in X amount of years. And it's like, but it's not really Rare and it wasn't really that successful in relative terms. I mean, it's successful by Microsoft terms, but uh, that, that's a whole other story. Uh, fine, so we'll, we'll crack on. I think, yeah, so far, out of these ones anyway, we'll, we'll go back and uh, review the other two that we, we did last last week uh, so, uh, later on but uh, yeah currently Ubisoft is the lowest scoring I think now because uh, thanks mainly to Ben's A- minus for squaring so yeah onto, onto the big cheese the head on show the Sony conference the one where well it, it invoked a lot of reactions all through the night we were also very tired at this point because it had been conference after conference it was very late in the morning here we said some things that may have Hurt our feelings. True story. Um, I, I'm having to scroll backwards on this because I think that's the way we've uh, done the news on it. So we, we kicked off with, um, well, a guitar solo, really, and then into The Last of Us Part Two, which on its own, they, they could have done that. People might have said it was very short and disappointing, so but fuck it. And solid footage and solid stuff to see can't believe it's looking that good already is <laughs> my main feeling um that was great uh, um call of duty black black ops black ops free is now free on ps plus that was a i, I, I want to say a nice surprise it's a surprise at the very least uh, until you you download it and find out it's 74 gig and there's not leaving much space on your hard drive and you're like nah um talking of disappointing waste of hard drive space destiny 2 is for Taken expansion uh, also announced. I I never saw anyone really care for that. I, I actually almost got glossed over at the time. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. That's because uh, they revealed it like a week before in like its own live stream. Well, you see, is it? That's how little I care. I didn't know that. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima first gameplay, which yeah, one of the first bones of contention between the staff, uh, mainly me. And disagreeing with everyone else, I think, with that one. Um, Remedy's new game, Control. <laughs> yeah, a good surprise. A good surprise. Um, but not fucking as good as Resident Evil 2 Remake showing up. And not just showing up, right, with one trailer, but a second trailer with gameplay, and then fucking gameplay footage in the days after that. But it's coming out next year, in January. Six fucking months. Six. And, yeah, as you can tell by my slightly excited turn, I'm a bit excited about that. Um, very much happy. The star of my show, of all the shows, in my opinion, is just having that happen. Uh, of course, the, just to make sure that everyone was uh, a bit depressed and muted afterwards, they put Johnny Depp on stage, well, in Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, after that, in, in possibly the, the least welcome addition to Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, there could be. But uh, uh, then there was uh, Death Stranding again. Bit divisive, uh, Gary. Very divisive. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new casting. I have to say, uh, there's, there's stuff to like there. Uh, Neo Two was announced. Very like blasé as well. Oh yeah, yeah here's Neo Two. Uh, next, uh, Spider Man showed off new gameplay. It was good. I'm really excited for it. It's just looking better and better. And after that, 
well, that was the end of the show, but then after that, From Software announced they're doing a PSVR game called Derison or something, and uh, which, yeah, not doesn't remind me of a From Software game, and which is a good start. Um, yeah, so it, they were the main highlights because we had a lot of mini announcements in the uh, days before, stuff like Beat Saber coming to PSVR, which was mm, great. Um, ben, I'll start with you this time. Um, it was a good conference. I enjoyed The Last of Us, to be honest. Um, that was probably the best of the whole bunch for me. Um, but That's as much as you're going to see in that game, though, because you'll, you'll buy it and not play it. Yeah, I'll buy it and never play it again. Just like I bought Last of Us and The Last of Us Remastered and never played them. So I look forward to buying Last of Us 2 and never playing it. Um, it's my not played game of the year Uh, (laughs) Spider-Man day one put that in my veins right now I want want it in my veins it just makes me think why did no one give this to Insomniac earlier because Jesus it's just a match made in heaven I know it's beautiful Uh, but the only thing that really disappointed me was the lack of dreams yes there's little segues but I want I wanted to like a release date or a bail or anything, just something. Yeah, that was disappointing. But at the same time, I think we did say before in the preview podcast that we didn't expect Dreams to show up here just because it's not the right kind. And you know, it got other stuff in the later in the week, but as oh, you yeah. said, no release, which is annoying. Uh, but yes, but they announced that they'll support VR from day one, and now yes, which hey, hey, uh, hey, we, we, I broke that news knew. weeks ago. Yeah, yes, yeah, Gary did tell us this a very long time ago. Has to be said, but and uh, also that the the VR the VR stuff will be sixty frames. But yeah, yeah, I can't wait for Dreams. I just want it now. Yeah, being new into the world of VR again, it it's I, I will very much look forward to seeing that. That's for sure. And when that comes, just a bit sooner rather than later at this point. And just looking at some of the stuff coming. Uh, yeah, for you, Ben. Yeah, I think that was my Sony conference. Although I'm no, also Sony. expecting the Resident Evil. Collector edition to have the a stuffed rat. Stuffed rat. <laughs> you know, like the one they brought on for the demo stuff. Yeah, when they set had the demo and they, the guy came out. Oh, look, the rat had different two points of views. You know, depending on the trailers. I expect that oh, little yeah. rat to yeah. be like a figure in the collector edition. If they can do a dummy finger USB stick, then yeah, they they definitely do a rat. <laughs> okay, um, Chris. Uh Jeff? yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm excited for From Software's uh, uh, Cine. Um I don't know if I'll be able to play it due to my various issues with VR, but I'm hoping for something like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, where it's kind of a, you know, like a walk-around mystery, something like that. Um, yeah, they are the best VR games in the sense of just mm-hmm. chill. Just, I prefer Serene VR experiments uh, that over... Yeah. Heavy, heavy. Well, depending on the game. But oh, yes. oh, by the way, sorry. I'm going to bring it off topic a little bit. I haven't tried the world football soccer VR thing. What's it? Have you tried yeah. it yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's on my review thing. Um, uh, oh, I mean, because yeah, the, like uh, the World Cup is in VR, isn't it? Oh, you mean the uh, BBC VR? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's honestly like you're in the direct, director's box at a football match. I might like have that. to download the, the, it. Uh, yeah, like the... um. The pitch view is a little blurry, but it has like a 
HD screen up, up oh. above that you can look at. It's, it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't like football, so, but I might download it for shits and giggles. Thank you. Yeah, worth a pop. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if you like the World Cup and you're in England, the BBC VR app is great for the World Cup, has to be said. Um, yeah, so moving on. Um, what were we talking uh, about, Chris? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Dara Cine, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah cool. it looks interesting. Uh, Spider-Man looks cool. Um, I'm not like a huge, huge like Spider-Man fan, but it, I am a Spider-Man fan, so I'm excited for it in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Neo 2 I'm excited for. Uh, I think Sony actually had uh, more games than any other conference of games that I'm actually am looking forward to. Uh, Resident yeah, Evil 2 remake, yeah. of course. I mean, just mind-blowing. Uh, the new Remedy game, Control, I just... I, I'm very much with Gary on this. Remedy is, like, one of the best developers. Um, I'm, I'm so I, glad I've loved did. everything they've done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad that they're, they're getting the chance to be, back, to be on tour. Mm-hmm. Because it, uh, it sounds mean to say it, but, yeah, wasted uh, being on Xbox, uh, I think not alone it, yep. it just hasn't done them any favors this really does look fun too it's i i am i didn't get to see the trailer until afterwards because i was too, too busy moaning about something i think at the time probably goes to Shishima because i think that was just before it but yeah it is a game i'm very much looking forward to now as well yep. uh, we, anyway. may, we may have lost ninja theory but if we get remedy i i'm okay yeah it's not bad trade not bad, bad <laughs> trade. uh yeah so too soon man I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> um, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. Jeez, fuck, man. Tsushima. I, I would right. go. Please pronounce it right. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> uh, I am very, very excited for this one. Uh, I've loved everything Sucker Punch has ever done as well. So, I I'm looking forward to this new foray. And and, and one thing I really enjoyed uh, over the week too. Uh, one of the devs from uh, devs from Sucker Punch. Uh, said that the Ubisoft team was lucky that they never tried to do uh, uh, well, what it was, Edo-era J- Japan, Japanese history, um, mm-hmm. in, in their Assassin's Creed game. Everybody every, you know, everybody wanted like a ninja Assassin's Creed, and the Sucker Punch team's like, no, you, you <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to do this, man. <laughs> Appar- apparently it's very, very in-depth in the actual culture and lore and 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 all of that of that they're really going all out it seems so i'm really I mean, looking forward to this one in, in bad news you know they did get like from software having a go and neo having a go at, at japanese historical culture stuff and and uh and mythology mm-hmm. so i mean yeah, yeah at least i'm calling it now call it now next year assassin's creed will as well <laughs> <laughs> Right, everybody will finally get what they want, and then they'll play it, and then they'll be disappointed. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it was the game that was going to be this year, but because of Origins delay, it, the, maybe. yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. We'll never okay. know. I'll oh, find out. I'll jump dimensions. Spirit back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a Destiny um, fan, so I haven't. I could care less about destiny 2 uh same with call of duty I, you know i'm not i'm not pre-ordering black ops 4 sorry <laughs> um 
And then the uh, Last of Us Part Two. I, I say this one for last on purpose. I just I can't wait. I love everything about it. I love everything that I'm seeing from it, and I am. Uh, I think they're teasing it. Just the Naughty Dog is teasing this all just in the right way, um, because they really know they really know what kind of whets our appetite for it. After I finished the first Last of Us, I never went through a second time because I couldn't bring myself to to do it. Like it was just I, I didn't even want to try on the harder difficulty later. I just like this is a yeah. this is the story. This is how I experienced this. I want to save this little nugget of nostalgia for as long as I can. Uh, and and I I had no interest in in playing it again. Um, and then they show this, and now I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back into the Last of Us world and and get you know the the tension, the 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 death, the hopelessness, and the uh, victory that that come in these in these stories that Naughty Dog has shown they're very capable of weaving. Uh, yeah, this is my this is probably my uh, number one. Uh, I don't know what you want to what you want to call it. Like my my most excited for my, my most hoped for game uh, right yeah. now is The Us Part Two. That is good shout. Gary. Yes. Sony conference. You, you certainly <laughs> had some feelings about the, the Sony conference. I, I did have feelings. Um, I feel like, okay, I'll admit that at first, I think my opinion was a little swayed. Uh, <laughs> I rewatched it, <laughs> and at first I said it was a 4 out of 10. It's not. Um it's definitely it was a lot better maybe because i was working at the same time i was watching it so the quality mm. wasn't that great for me but um i'll just get into it now uh, last of us 2 for me looks fabulous mm. um at this point i don't know how naughty dog does it um i don't know if they made some sort of deal with the crossroads demon or something. If Neil <laughs> Druckmann, if Neil Druckmann dies in 10 years, we'll know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like, I don't understand how their, their animation team works. Like, I don't understand. I, I can't, I can't even like imagine the programming that goes behind it. Um, and I don't blame the, the guy from Idos Montreal calling it fake because if I can't explain it, I won't believe it either. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was more a case of, like like I said earlier, it's like that Tomb Raider footage definitely was better for coming out first because it, it got pissed on royally from some of the stuff they showed in this one. And yeah, this, I, game, this game is further behind, technically speaking, as well, which is just, yeah, that, that's got a sting somewhat. I, it's just, it's so cinematic. And it, everything in it is so unexpected, like how he throws her over the counter and how when she stabs the dude in the face and he just called, falls over realistically and hits the counter and reacts to it. Yeah. It's like, how? Well, she picks stuff up as well. It's like running past stuff and just putting an arm out to grab it like that without stopping. It's like, oh. It's yeah. insane. I don't even know what the line of code looks like for these animations. Like, it's probably <laughs> so terrifying. <laughs> so terrifying. I don't know how they do it. And they all seem so happy all the time. All the developers. I'm like, How? You see, like, God of War in development, and, like, you see the end making of footage, and those guys look like they went to hell, fought off a bunch of demons, and came back. Um, 
and I don't I don't understand how these guys are doing it. It's I think, insane. I think for the first time in a, in a couple of games now, um, they've been able to sort of get back into a rhythm of doing things right. You know, Uncharted Four they had you know, a lot of trouble with, and, you know, because of different teams and Amy Henning leaving halfway through, and it, it was a big mess. And it, it's probably part of the reason why Australia left, you know, because it's just it gets too much. Um, but I, I think, think they, they're it, a bit. And it helps a lot, I think, that Sony gives them all the time in the world to do this. Yeah. From the way it looks, like, they don't come out and be like, you need to get this game out in three years. That's it. No matter what state. That doesn't seem like what it is. Like, they do the game, and then when it's ready to go, it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, It's just crazy to me. So, yes, I am very much looking forward to The Last of Us 2. The Last of Us to me, is still the greatest video game ever made, personally. Um, and even though I never wanted a sequel, I'm not going to complain that we are getting a sequel. Um, I think the way they've handled it, now that we know that Joel is not likely to be a playable character, and it is Ellie's story, it makes it feel like a good reversal of everything, that you know, you're getting the legacy of that story, rather than just like a direct knockoff sequel, let's have twice as many guns, let's jump out of windows and hang yeah. off planes and uh, they they are just keeping it grounded, keeping it a bit further in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and we I mean, managed to get all this without any clickers or anything. It's, yeah, it's impressive. Well, well, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Like, they didn't show any of the clickers. Joe wasn't in this trailer, which again asked the question: like, is he dead or alive? Which got brought well, up in the first trailer. In the beginning, that guy who's talking to Ellie does say your old man was has to know about this so it would suggest he's still around but I think he just he's too old at this point to really do anything he he's been battered to shit remember in the last game <laughs> uh, and true. I mean like really, so yeah at this point if Ellie's this old you know he's got to be you know, getting on a bit uh, so I, I think you'd really want to play another Metal Gear Solid 4 where you're just controlling <laughs> a jury <laughs> especially if you can't get away, you can't get a stealth suit <laughs> um, it'd be like yeah. a sequel to Ico but instead of holding the hand he, he pushes his wheelchair around <laughs> I, I, I do, I, I, my theory is that he has some sort of injury or disability caused from something that he just can't move properly like he used to and it's a good way to sort of uh, keep him it, out it, again. it'll be interesting to see I mean they didn't show any of the other characters they showed off in the last trailer, like Laura Bailey's character, any of that. Um, they seem to have a pretty big cast this time around. Um, mm. well, so even though they said like, Ellie is going to be the only playable character, like it, it'll be interesting to see like why did they show that second trailer if she wasn't anywhere near that trailer. I, yeah, I reckon um, it's a bit of misdirection there, but uh, yeah. Then maybe, sure. I wonder if they'll go for like a short story route where Ellie is the main person, but there are like little offshoot stories that get told. But I think it may just be that they were introducing the wider world because this this is clearly a community that's been, as I said, is guarded and keeps out the 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 infected. And there's this other faction that are really a bit sinister and disturbing. And it seemed to be that last trailer was a clash between. Ellie's faction and this other faction at the yeah. wild, and I assume that. So yeah, that that's probably what's going on. I do wonder if that last trailer was just like a a, a tech demo, some so to speak, of what they were doing. 
rather than being the full because you see it all the time with these games you know stuff that just doesn't end up making it in the final build because it's just there for you know to show uh, early on this however would definitely is uh, clearly stuff that's supposed to be in the game yeah and, uh, yeah and and yeah, yeah. The, the... go ahead what are you gonna say no that was it yeah no i was just gonna say the greatest kiss animation in video games yet um it's funny because the day before that conference, I was talking with Tim and I said, there's never been a good kissing animation in a video game. And I never thought there would be because mocap and stuff. And you have to yeah. essentially hand do it. And here it is with Naughty Dog. And again, it's it's black magic to me. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game and what they're doing is just insane. Um, it really is to me. Um, but yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, I am very excited for this game. I'm a huge samurai guy. Um, I love setting. I love the Mongol invasion, which is something that a lot of history classes don't talk about at all, um, because they don't last very long, but I think it looks fantastic gameplay wise. Um, it reminded me a lot of Bushido Blade mixed with older Assassin's Creed games where it was more timed yeah. rather than kind of hack and slashy. Um, and to me, it looked it looked really cool. Like, it looked very fluid as well, uh, especially when it came to, like, death animations and, and all that. Like, it, it looked very cinematic combat-wise. Um, graphically, I think it looks phenomenal. I love the lighting they chose to use for that trailer. Um, the stealth stuff looked really cool. Um, I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, I mean, the combat uh, also reminded me of For Honor. Yeah, but the For Honor is like a natural progression from Bushido, I believe, <laughs> in that regard. Um, yeah. Yeah, at the, at the time, I was not thoroughly impressed, mainly because, like I said, Sucker Punch, I just don't trust them to do do things to the max that they could do you know very much like gorilla used to be whereas you know in case of, they've got good ideas they're just not quite getting there they're not quite nailing it like that uh, and that worried me here because again this is you know a western developer doing eastern culture and there always tends to be a lot of stereotypy stuff but the stuff we've learned in the week since then about you know all the research they've done the fact that they have a japanese voice option stuff like that I, i'm warming to it more than i did at the time and this was the one that disappointed me at the fall just because of that and uh, I, I, no denying that it looks pretty because you know, they make pretty games uh, again, something you could say about Gorilla makes very pretty games, it's just worried about the substance behind it um, but yeah, maybe maybe much like Gorilla they'll get this chance to show that they can do it all with, with something new that isn't so rooted in normal bollocks that we have to endure, like Infamous you know which... Yeah, like, I think it's great because they don't have to take anything they they did in the last game and try to make it better here. Like, this is completely new and original, and it gives them, I think, it forces them to learn how to do things differently. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to help them a lot because they're not going to be stuck in this one state of mind where, well, we can jump so high. Why can't we jump so high in this game? from our previous games, you know? Yeah. 
that's it. You get it to come a new direction, and like we're saying, Gorilla got to do this, and it worked for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it's not guaranteed that's going to work for everyone, but I think with the trust Sony are having with their developers, giving them new properties and new things to do, is that it, it's clearly paying off in the long run. You know, you think of all the companies that come and worked with them from software came and did a different spin on their souls. Style and Bloodborne is like the favorite of many now. You know, in that series, you know, Insomniac, they, sure, they did a, a remake of one of their old games, but now they're back making a Spider Man game, which, you know, everyone who's come away from that E3 playtesting it has just loved it. And yeah, like we said, Gorilla getting to make Horizon after all that and after doing safe, dependable stuff. This is the thing that Microsoft missed out on is having studios where yes, they've made a few games games they didn't really want to make necessarily after a while but they've been given the chance down the line to make something that they want to make that, that, that is their passion project that you know with the, yeah it, 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 really, it really just comes down to that they're allowed to make these new ips now and to prove that the developer with the name that they've already made can still be successful doing something other than what they're known for mm. um Gorilla did it with Horizon. They've only been known for Killzone. So naturally, everybody assumed Killzone would be the next big thing they're working on. They yeah. succeeded with Horizon. Naughty Dog did the same thing back in, in their, what did they do? They did platformers. And then out of nowhere, they did Uncharted. Though not as successful as you would think, but look at the franchise that it created now um, and what it did for that studio. Um, even with The Last of Us, another brand new IP, now considered one of the greatest games ever made. Um, and now they're working on a new IP after The Last of Us 2. They've already said they're working on a new IP. Um, it's just the freedom, I believe, that Sony gives the studios to do new things, I think is miraculous. Because they're putting so much faith in the developers to, to prove to the world that they can, that new IPs can still be successful. Um, yeah, and it's and it's working for them. Every new IP that they've released so far has worked, and it has sold very well. And um, I do think a big part of that is not forcing the usual bollocks that most of the industry goes with on them. You know, because you you see, like, where Microsoft has had this again as well. Where there's even the parties they do own, they're saying, yeah, well, you got this. You know, games of service bullshit in this game and this game. Sea of Thieves is a very good recent example of that way. You know, if they'd done it right, it would have been a smashing game. If Sony had made that game or, or backed that game, it would have been a bit more content-rich than it was, I think. And you can see the differences there. You know, it's like this, this is so much like we were saying earlier, where you know, like Bethesda supplement their single-player games by just rehashing the old thing here and there and you know, the stuff that makes money. So they can afford to take a hit if a gamble doesn't quite pay off. They do it here with like, well, they sell hardware by the ton. So why not just, and they get the PS Plus subscription, stuff like that. And people go, oh, why doesn't it go into the online infrastructure and all that? But where it goes clearly is into the games and into giving studios money to say, yeah, look, you can go and make this game now with less risk and less hassle. Because it, it never feels like any of these games are, you know, a last chance saloon for any of these companies. It's always a case of fresh, hopeful new stuff. It's like it'd be good if it's good. Even like when something gets shattered 
let on, but it still seems to do well. If you see Detroit, you know, it, it, had, yeah. it, it had detractors, but it also scored quite well, sold quite well. So they can't lose. And then they had this other, this slightly lower tier of games that are a bit cheaper to make, but, you know, just to have partnerships with the likes of Sega and Atlas to do stuff like Accuser and Persona. And it, it's, yeah, it's good to see that there's such variety and, and they're keeping that up. They need, need to make sure that that is maintained because uh, it shows if you don't have that going forward, you've got, you're just swimming in circles, essentially. Yeah. But but just quickly through the rest of it. Um, yeah. Black Ops 3 free, that's cool. Game is trash, beyond trash. <laughs> uh, I downloaded, I played the campaign, which is the only reason I downloaded it. Um, because I stopped playing Call of Duty, I think it was after, um, what was it, Advanced Warfare? Well, not, no, the one that had Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah, Advanced oh, Warfare. Yeah, did Ghost come after that? No, uh, Ghost was before that. that. Okay, yeah, so that the one with Kevin Spacey was the last one I played, and I saw the, the deterioration of the single-player storytelling, and this game proved it, because... For the last, first four missions, I was doing simulation missions for absolutely no goddamn reason uh, to learn how to use abilities that I didn't even have until I eventually unlocked them, like, <laughs> second second to last mission in the campaign. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When I reviewed World War Two last year, it was like, okay, I've not played one of these since Ghosts, so I'm sure it's got to be a bit better, a bit more improved. It's like, no, this is a campaign from PS2 era still. You know, it's still the same... Oh, we we did that one good campaign once, so we're going to copy some of the stuff from that and then just change nothing. Like yeah, it, it it is just so off rails. Like you're fighting robots. I felt like I was playing the Terminator uh, in the Call of Duty world, and then I was like moving around in somebody's dreams and memories. Uh, oh, you sound It was it was it was so terrible. I was in World War Two with advanced weapons. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Why does this sound like, so amazing? I'm, I'm going to have to play it now yeah, that I've downloaded I mean, it. In theory. In theory. In theory. That sounds such in, like... I, I, that sounds so good. Uh, but yeah, no. It, I finished it. I installed. I uninstalled it instantly. I don't care. The first, the best thing is the moment I started, is like, we order Black Ops 4 to play these old maps that we released 10 years ago. By the way, uh, that's pissed off a few people. You know why? Why? Because those maps are exclusive to PlayStation. Oh, see? Like I said, backwards, Activision. Backwards. It's the way to go. Uh... <laughs> so if you pre-ordered but, but... Black Ops 4 on, on Xbox One or PC, not only did you have to buy the game in the first place, but you won't get those maps ever. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I won't say ever, man. This is no, no, Act- that... Activision we're talking about. Well, you know, look at Destiny. It, <laughs> they they finally getting the weapons that um, Sony got. They're finally, but they are getting them, right? Yeah, when the new expansion comes out, <laughs> they'll get these uh, maps with Black Ops Four. They won't get them with Black Ops Three. So they'll get them just on the different. Co- they'll have to buy the whole new game to just play them, while we can play them um, on Black Ops Three. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, moving on. Trash beyond yeah. trash. Um, surprised it's a PS Plus. I'm surprised Activision let that happen, but whatever. Um, let's see. Control. Oh, baby, I am so excited for Control. Like, I was super confused in the trailer, and then I saw 
some gameplay footage that they had on the show floor. That game looks like PsyOps, the mind game conspiracy. Mm. And I am all for that. Um, really excited for that game now. Um, I love Remedy. I bought all their games except for Quantum Break because I don't have an Xbox, but I can get on PC now. So when it's $10, I will buy it. <laughs> Please enjoy the 100 gigabyte download or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Should we do Game Pass? Doesn't Game Pass do Quantum Break? Oh, yeah. I could. There you go. But I don't want to give Microsoft money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't think. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a. Because Game Pass games right now only work on PC if it's cross buy. I'm not sure if Quantum Break was one of them. Pretty much yeah. all of them at this point. It's yeah, like... all of them are. Yes. So just further diluting every use of it, the word exclusive at Microsoft's yeah. conferences, basically. It's a launch it's, exclusive. No, sort let's of. not talk let's not talk about that, Mr. Yeah, we, we it's okay. That. This this we statement I'm making is exclusive to your ears right now. Well, and everybody else is gonna listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's timed oh, exclusive. Like <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil two I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it looks great, actually. Uh, everything yeah, they seem yeah. to be doing looks really, really good. Um, that engine just, just does wonders. I know it's with Devil May Cry 5 trailer as well. It's just like, god damn it. The, the face stuff is just mm, great. Yeah, it, yeah. For a zombie game, that's just marvelous to see. Yeah, I, I saw some stuff like he shot the zombie in the head with a shotgun. And you see, like, the muscular texture appear because the skin fell off and it just yeah. looks so nasty and awesome and like, the zombies you, walk uh, around uh, without half a head still coming yeah. at you i was like that's so cool <laughs> yeah did you see that footage uh, where they were showing where they shot the arm and it like broke and it was like hanging off like just still hanging there uh, that, that's a, just i oh. didn't see that one no yeah that's like the best part of binary domain was that the whole you know you, you can target <laughs> yeah. the limbs it, 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 the limbs that, it just reminded me of that. I was like, oh, baby. That is just, it looks like it'd be a bit more um, zombie heavy than, than the original game version. But Which is good. I need, zombies need to have that threat back, and I'm glad they are. Yeah, if they're slow, you know, it, it makes sense that, you know, outnumbering is the way they work, which is uh, yeah, the best way to go with slow zombies. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I am really excited. Like Resident Evil 2 isn't my favorite Resident Evil. Uh, but this remake has definitely piqued my interest quite a bit. Um, really looking forward. Outside of the fact that Claire just looks weird to me now, um, I don't know. But the thing is, what is it it's with because Captain? they're supposed to be young again. It, they're supposed to be young again is the other problem. There's like, like, well, that's fine. But you have <laughs> references to what they looked like when you first made them. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 the, I, the, I don't know. She, <laughs> she, she the, looks... The character design. She looks like Amelia Clark to me now, and I can't unsee it now that I've seen it, and it irritates me. Um, <laughs> I, no, I get it. She doesn't even look like a white girl, which is essentially what she was when they showed her off. She she looks Asian to me now, but I don't know. So better. But sure, I guess. I don't know. Um Oh, yeah, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I like the idea that you can barricade doors and stuff now because there's no loading screens. You just go through doors now. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I am wondering if they'll have 
the four different campaigns like they did before, or if they're just gonna have the the two, the the two long ones. Well, the un- the unlockables are there, aren't they? I think they're slightly different. I think there are the main campaigns, but I don't. There's so much replay value because there'll be remixes of stuff that are in it, is in it, and isn't in it. Um, we we know that Hunk and Tofu are in it, uh, so there's obviously going to be some sort of unlockable uh, challenges. Yeah, and it looks like they hinted that Wesker will be in it as well in the trailer. Um, you heard somebody talking, and I'm assuming it's Wesker. Um, but yeah, to be good, finally get it's great to finally see it. I, I'm still wondering what the game was that they said that they finished making completely. And they're just waiting for it to be announced. Because <laughs> it's not Devil May Cry 5 or Resident Evil 5 or Resident Evil 2 Remake. Even in that footage, it still looked like they had some technical problems. Like zombies going through textures and stuff. Um, yeah. But the problem is, so, like, um, you also and when you do bring a demo, it is going to be a slightly older build. Because yeah, just things happen in between. And uh, you have to cut off the section, so to speak, to be playable. So they could have done that a few weeks ago, and then now this is, they've done a lot of stuff since then. You know, you never know. But yes, it, it's still six months away. So there's plenty of time, for, especially the way they seem to work with that. I, I'm very glad that for all the times they spent not talking about it you know, since announcing it, that, that they when they did finally talk about it, they showed it, showed gameplay, gave us a release date that's six months away. I love that approach. <laughs> uh, much prefer that. So, it should have been Halloween, man. <laughs> well, as long as it's dark outside early in the evening, it's perfect. It's why I said it was <laughs> annoying that Vampire came out in in summer months because it's like I want to play a, a gothic vampire game in October, not in June. It doesn't make sense to be well, when the sun goes down at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I've got to do my missions tonight, but I can't get out till about 11. It's, uh, and then I've only got a few hours. But, uh, yeah, it, bring your, your horror-based games out at the right time of the year. Come on. When, want to be cosy indoors. It's fine. I'm in Scarborough. Any time of the year is fine. <laughs> oh, I get Times Evil for a week after my birthday. Yeah, well, Smash Brothers is on my birthday. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What 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 did they close the show? Spider Man, um, yeah, Spider Man looks looks great fun to me. Um, like Chris, I'm not the biggest Spidey freak out there, but obviously I know the character. I know most of his lore. Um, it looks great. It looks from what I've read of people swinging in the city. It sounds amazing to swing around, which is essentially ninety percent of Spider Man. Um, yep. And I'm excited about that. Um, combat looks good. Um, I, I just don't see what, what's really bad about the game. Uh, the only thing to me, like it just looks like a game that just took everything that other people have done fantastically and just made it into one game. Hmm. Um, it's more and ag- to me, faster, more agile version, yeah, I have to say. Yeah, and, and that it makes sense because it's Spider-Man. Hmm. Uh, and, and it works, you know. I'm not saying it's bad. It's going to be fantastic. It's Insomniac. They've, in my opinion, never really done a bad game. Um, so, yeah, I, I am excited for it. 
Um, I'm excited to see what more villains they bring in or if, what they showed off. I hope they didn't blow their whole load in that trailer Not outside of the main I villain. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which, but uh, I like I, I like the design. Yeah. I like the villain's designs where they have that human behind them, but they mostly wearing like the armored suits now instead of like the skin tight yeah. is part of me suit. So that yeah, was cool. Yeah. Electro was good in that sense because you know it, the star-shaped mask he used to have in the, the old days is now just like a scar of a star on his face, and it's like <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good, it's a cool progression of that. Um, I mean, the, the, we know that Kingpin's in it, and that, that's just making me think that that's going to be the secret person who's paying for everything after all. But I'm still kind of hoping for a Harry Osborn revenge story, as it is set like eight years into Spidey's tenure as a Spider-Man. And I, I, there's still a chance, I think, that he's he's getting offed at some point in the game, and for miles. <laughs> Probably in the beginning, you never know. Maybe, but then I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. But yeah, Just, no, I, I am excited for it. Uh, very much excited for Spider-Man. Um, I get one of those. I'd rather. I'd want to. I just want to play it already now. That's it. I'm not, <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? I don't. That was one of the, my my main concerns when they said that Spider Man is going to have a big showing, and it's like we already know what it's about. We've seen it so much now. Like I just didn't feel like it needed that much time. At E three, I was well, I have to say I was I found it welcoming to have it, and I was glad to see more of it. But yeah, I, I get you when you're saying it's like if all the four games when we did a poll on what people would most like to see. You know, out of the big four, it it ranked last. And it's not because of the quality of the game. It's literally because everyone's seen it already compared to the other three. You know that they hadn't really seen. No one really seen Ghost of Tsushima or Death Stranding in action, and yeah. you know, they'd seen only a tiny bit of The Last of Us. And it's like, so yeah, it, it had that going against it. But at the same time, nice to see something that's uh, coming out very soon, getting a nice showing. All the same, it, it's nice yeah. to see the treatment. Yeah. Right. That, that's the main thing. Yeah, uh, um, you missed one. I might add. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> yeah, scary. Please tell us. Uh, uh, yeah, Death Stranding. Um, all my fears came true with Death Stranding <laughs> at E3. Um, everything I worried that that game was gonna do, it seemed to do in that trailer. Um, and it may be because it was just the trailer and the game still has so much development we still don't know when it's coming out um but i was not in any way excited for this game um, nothing intrigued me about it um all the exciting stuff we saw we've already seen with the the weird ghost shadow spirit things and you know the baby and the weird robot thing that tells them where the monsters are Everything else just seemed so boring to me. Just walking around, carrying stuff. Um, what is the point of it? Sure, we'll find out. Uh, there's even a moment where we heard the sound effects that he uses in the game, where the guy loses the, the stuff he's carrying in the water, and it's literally the exact same sound of you dropping shit in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, <laughs> like... I don't know. To me, it just, I'm not excited for it. And 
I, I think I've come to this realization now, bear with me, that I, I feel, and a lot of people might hate me and disagree with me, that I don't think, even though there was really bad history between Kojima and Konami, at this point, after seeing this particular trailer, I don't feel like Konami is 100% in the wrong with what happened there. I feel like Kojima tried to do some crazy-ass weird shit in Metal Gear Solid Five, and they said no, and it soured a lot of shit between the two of them. Uh, we see, we hear a lot about one side of the story. We don't hear a lot about the other side of the story. Uh, I mean, fair and, hear it from either of them. <laughs> well, no, but it. like rumors and speculations, it's always everything against Konami. And I feel like after seeing this trailer, there is a reason why Konami did not let Kojima make anything other than Metal Gear Solid. Because it's what Death Stranding is now. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of faith behind him, and that's thanks to his past work. And don't get me wrong, the games he did before that, Snatcher, I loved Snatcher. I played a fan-translated edition of Snatcher on my PC, and I thought it was awesome. Um, but uh, even Boktai was fun. Zone of the Enders was fun. Even though he didn't himself make it, he just produced it, and I think he directed the cutscenes. He didn't really do that game himself. Um, to me, I feel like so many people have so much faith in him, and you see it all the time on Twitter. Lord and Savior, this and that. And to me, at this point, I feel like they're worshipping a cult leader. <laughs> um, every, everything he says and does at this point, people eat up like it's the greatest thing in the world. And sure, maybe he has some underlying meanings in his trailers and the stuff he's showing in Death Stranding. But what if there is no underlying meaning? What if it's just what it is? You carry shit. That's your job in that game. And you have to survive <laughs> bad shit happening. Like, I just feel like people, anytime anybody says negative things about Kojima and anything he does, it's like they're going against the word of God. And yeah, I, I don't know. Like To me, I just don't see it anymore. I, I started seeing you with Metal Gear Solid Five and what was going on there. Sure, the game was solidly good, but everything, all the underlying meanings that he showed off in the, in the trailers to that game had no substance behind them. Um, you grow horns because you make bad decisions. Well, what, what was the underlying meaning behind that? We never got an answer because the story never really finished. And I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's just the trailer that he showed here of you just walking around carrying stuff. And then again, he went into a cutscene trailer, essentially, when the shadow things appeared. And we still don't know how, outside of you carrying stuff and climbing mountains, how the game, like, does the game offer anything else outside of the stealth moments? So That's we like, see him pull out does. a weird gun. Yeah. And does the game have shooting mechanics? Probably. How would they work? We don't know. Um, there's just still so much that he's not showing. 
And every trailer he shows just asks more and more questions. And at this point, I think by the time the game comes out, it's going to come out with a big-ass question mark behind it. And I personally don't think all the things that people are hoping that game is going to do and be, it's not going to deliver on on their hopes. I see. I think there isn't really anything I really think it will be at this point, which is always my favorite thing about League Up to Kojima game is that it's the speculation that's fun. The, the what am I missing sort of thing and there always is even if it isn't exactly what you think it'll be or, or what the trailers may allude to he's very good at doing that it seems where you know a trailer will, will take you one direction the game will take you another because he just doesn't want stuff spoiled this the uh, the whole walking thing seemed like a very deliberate not showing everything thing because you know the, there are buildings in the distance a couple of times there's other in points of interest you could see in the distance as well it seems like a very deliberate decision to go to show the empty stuff which may just be because it's still very early in development which you know given kojima likes to take his time it wouldn't be unlikely um yeah i mean it's all as you say at this point is rumors and speculation about what will happen and what is you know and what the uh what's going on exactly in the game um if it has this weird you know sort of interlinked thing where everyone's game is connected somehow that could be interesting. Uh, he's talked about Dark Souls having an influence uh, in some ways. So, yeah, it would be intriguing well, the, to see. The other thing I found interesting is it doesn't even look like you play as Norman Reedus for a lot of the game either. Hmm. Like, a lot of the scenes when he's carrying shit, you look like some random-ass dude, not Norman Reedus. Um, Which is why I think that maybe it ties into this yeah, cross-dimension sort of thing, where it's like there'd be alternate versions of him, different life times, because time is always carrying forward in this game by the sound of it is that like it's going at an accelerated rate and i don't know this baby is integral to it because it's it's the only constant they said it was stated it is the only constant going throughout the whole game which does as you suggest mean that maybe Norton readers isn't that one i wonder if the other characters are just other versions of him you know you know an alternate dimension leah sado is one of them and interesting that they got the woman who played the bionic woman in the old tv series uh, is in it so i would just that's as part from because kojima had a crush on her when she was younger and being kojima made sure she looked younger in this uh, for that reason but yeah i do wonder if they're, they're all there he's you are still norman reese's character but he is i don't know he's maybe the most constant of the characters you play as it could be a huge misdirection but the fact that he's been so heavily involved suggest he's got to have the most involvement. But I do wonder if people like Guillermo de Toro and Mads Mikkelsen will have like smaller roles somehow, you know, and uh, they will just be other versions of the readers. We won't know. We won't know. That, that's for me is always the beauty of it. I, I still don't know what this game is. I'm glad about that. It can be a tiny bit annoyed because you want to know more, but uh, yeah, it. I had to rewatch it because. You know, after the conference because it was four o'clock in the morning it was really tiring and it's just it's just not quite there where everything but yeah it was almost perfect sort of trailer to have at that time of day because it's like, it's like did i wake up or am i asleep i can't tell it's uh but yeah but no i, I can get where you're coming from i can get where a lot of people are coming from with it. it's 
that, that usually is when the Kojima game excites me most, though, when it gets that sort of reaction you know, in trailers or whatever. So um, that that's where it, it lies for me. It wasn't my favourite thing shown because of Resi 2, but uh, it still intrigued me, uh, especially with the additions to the cast. But anything else, Gary, for you? I think those are all the big games that they had, right? Um, yeah. I, like I, said, I was disappointed that they didn't stream, especially since I got to play it and how fun that game was. Um, I, I love that they presented a lot of stuff through Dreams, like took a little break from a trailer, showed some like Dreams a little bit, and then you know, dude playing the saxophone or something, and then move on to the next trailer. Uh, I, I did like that part of the presentation. Um, but yeah, No Dreams kind of made me sad. They didn't really touch on VR at all during the press conference, uh, which in a way makes sense uh, with the direction they went. Um, yeah, I mean, that big VR stuff was like announced before, in the days before. And it's nice that we're getting Beat Saber, nice that, you know, there's a Tetris effect, just, yeah, that alone is, is an intriguing mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, like other companies are just sort of filling the void with the VR stuff, thankfully, Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, well, I think, yeah clearly going up on it, for instance. Yeah. I, th- I think the biggest disappointment I took out of Sony's press conference was, and through Sony's announcements throughout the week of E3, was the lack of release date announcements for really anything. Um, mm. Not even a release window. Nothing for Ghost of Tsushima, nothing for Last of Us 2, nothing for Death Stranding. Uh, we already knew about Spider-Man, but nothing for Dreams, nothing for Astrobot Rescue Mission, the, the big first-party Studio Japan VR game. Uh, there's really zero release dates from them from what we've already known, outside of the ones yeah. we already knew about. I think it's a bit of apprehension to it as well. I think when... Microsoft had not theirs, and a lot. Whenever a date came up, it was always ambiguous, unless it was coming out like this year. You know, it was like always like, yeah, it's coming out in 2019. It's like, yeah, you said Crackdown Three was coming out in 2016, 2017, yeah. 2018. So yeah, it's like it, I get why they don't do it. Because- no, I totally get it too, especially for the big games like The Last of Us Two. You know, who knows? That could be 2020, as far as we know. But for some of the smaller titles, like Tetris VR, the the the, the Tetris game, yeah. no release date for that. I'm pretty sure they can give you a window, at least fall 2018. Well, we didn't t- even get t- that. Tetris Effect, we know, is coming out this year, for instance, uh, as a game. So it, there were vague sort of suggestions. Yeah, it's coming out at some point this year. I, I do wonder, in the case of those, it's. So like we're not going to be a release date because the next time we do a Sony-based conference, that's the day it will come out sort of thing. Um, yeah, which uh, the one show it didn't happen with it was this one. But uh, instead, we just got a free game dropped like that, which was a nice change, I suppose. Um, but, yeah. but, but, but that did kind of disappoint me. That not even a window yeah. for really anything that they're working on. Yeah. But like and, I said... And- yeah, go on. And, and well, I was just going to mention the biggest disappointment of no Superman at all. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, but <laughs> not even in Lego DC villains, there yeah. was no Superman. Retrospect, <laughs> I get it because now, because we should have thought about that with Spider Man being one of the big four, it would have been odd to then have that announcement alongside it. So, yeah, we should have known it was dead and buried after Square and, and all that turned out square. 
after a Microsoft show that it wasn't going to happen. Now it's going to be Comic Con. Yeah, I mean, it would make more sense. I mean, yeah. And this is the other thing with Sony. Unlike Microsoft, Sony have like two, maybe three more opportunities to show games off this year, you know, and give release dates and things like that. And so there is still that. Same with Nintendo. It's like, you know, a lot of disappointment where everyone's like, oh, but we didn't see anything of this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but then you think about it, yes, but they got more times to show things this year. It's like, there's the difference. Microsoft don't. They don't really have anything planned in the same sense. And, and, and I think a lot of stuff that really ruined E3 for me this year, um, outside of the, the games I really wanted to see, like 7 Remake and all that, um, was all the rumors and all the leaks that came out before it. I think it really killed a lot of the surprises that should have been surprises, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. the announcements, no, like Sony announced what games they're going to show, the big four. It's like, in my opinion, that ruined it for me. And I think it ruined it for a lot of people. We saw so many articles, some very misdirected and mishandled writing articles um, <laughs> 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 that, that specifically only focused on those four games. And it kind of sucks. Like, we didn't get so many games that we already know are in development. We, we, where was Darksiders 3? I'm looking for that game. Nothing. That game is slated to come out this year. That said, it's a year where a lot of games were announced, to be honest. And much like release windows now, it's like, do you really want to go up against all these other games making their announcements? Or do you want to see if you can get away with doing it on your own terms? Rockstar learned this years ago, you know, where it's like, we don't need E3, you know, we can do what we want. Sure, they, they're, they're a very big thing of their own, but, uh, but you know, some companies get that. You have a huge name behind you, like, we know that a new Bioshock is in development. Zero info on it. Like, I think Bioshock can carry its weight in an announcement. Like, to me, it feels like if you don't think your game is good enough to show off at the biggest gaming show in the world, then it's probably not good enough to release. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> Gary. Yes. Um, I suppose we'll score it now, yeah? Uh, so what grade we'll give it? Um, I, I will start, I will say B+, plus, just mainly because Spider-Man was great to see, Last of Us was great to see, I, I, Death Stranding still left me in cheap. Uh, I warmed up to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it was nice to see, you know, the, the Black Ops thing was a surprise at least. Um, and, you know, Resident Evil 2 and Control happened and great stuff. As you said, minor disappointments and stuff that didn't get shown, but still can't complain. What about you, Gary? After rewatching it a second time with better quality and nothing to distract me, uh, it was definitely a lot better. Uh, I would say uh, B minus. B minus. That's a, that's a definite change of heart. That's for good. Yes. <laughs> Chris. Uh, a minus for me. A minus. Good call. Good call. And uh, Ben. C plus. C plus. Is this because you just don't want Square to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, apart from Spider Man uh, and Dreams, there wasn't really much for me. So. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, I, I will add in this that my main minus point was the presentation was a bit all over the place, but 
I, I still applaud the fact that they tried something different. You know, it's like, even if it didn't pay off quite the way they'd hoped. Uh, okay, so I think currently that still means Bethesda had the best one. Um, quickly on the Nintendo, because there's not much, unlike Microsoft, there really isn't much relevant to us, but we might as well mention it. Um, disappointing slightly in the sense of it was a short one, but like we said, Sony's is the same. They have other opportunities to show stuff. Um, and they did show gameplay stuff in Treehouse afterwards of uh, both Smash Brothers and of Pokemon Let's Go. And both were fun to look at, I have to say. Probably didn't need to spend 20 minutes on telling us balance tweaks. Basically, they spent 20 minutes on patch notes. That is what they did uh, for a game that hasn't even come out yet. And before that, yeah, it was all right. It, it didn't really fill me with glee. That uh, The um, Damon X Machina game looked interesting. As I think you said, Gary, it's, it looks like a mega boost. Which yeah. is like, yeah. I, I was quite into that. I, I quite like the look of it. I have to say, uh, beyond that, I don't know. I don't know what to say it was nice to see the smash stuff and see that everyone was in it and yeah that that was it really fortnite we already knew about and yeah reggie talked for a bit about stuff and they didn't really go anywhere um I, i'm just gonna give my score now really and say it was a solid c really uh, yeah. what about you ben uh not enough pokemon stuff at the event and no metroid no Anything I really cared about, so I'm gonna go with D. D. Yeah. They even trolled Metroid by having it at the end of the Smash trailer. Oh no, so. I'll give it a C plus because of Reggie trolling a Smash Bros. Twat. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the story, but um, a couple of years ago, one of the sort of like top league Smash esports players um, lost his match. Yeah. And then during that year, he challenged Reggie. And then they, the year after, they actually had a, a, a fun match between Reggie and the tournament player. And mm. he beat Reggie, and he's like, oh, do you even play Nintendo games? Mm-hmm. And started, you know, on stage, sort of like taking the piss, even though Reggie, it was literally supposed to be just a fun shot. Reggie responded with, oh, that's because I'm spending 16 hours a day running a company and not spending 16 hours a day playing Smash Brothers. <laughs> and this year for the tournament he wasn't even invited <laughs> <laughs> so yeah C plus <laughs> Chris what about you uh, C minus for me C minus yeah. yeah any words or just, just that no that's I. That's pretty much it um, Smash Brothers look cool uh, yeah no new Metroid and uh yeah. Splendid. Um, Gary? Uh, yeah, disappointed with no Metroid Prime 4. It was one of the big games I was looking forward to at E3. Um, yeah. They didn't talk about their online service at all. No. Uh, another That's because we haven't paid the $20 thing. yet. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they, it, we're three months away. And but we, we can really pre-order on Amazon. Um, Which um, dis- I might point out, uh, coming down the line right um as they've not said anything different for all the you know fuss about Fortnite this, this week and, and sony stuff 
There's only one company that don't make you pay to play Fortnite on top of everything else uh, by September, and that's Sony. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yes, tiny things, tiny things. Hey, carry on, Gary. Yeah, um, again, Octopus Traveler uh, demo came out. Really excited about that, especially so close to release date. Um, Ridley coming in as a character, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the hype behind Ridley. Uh, he's a fucking pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would think Wild Luigi uh, would be more deserving, but he's not even in the game. Totally shafted. Wild As Luigi seen, deserves so to be in every game. So many memes have come out about that now. Um, they're not in there, but a fucking pterodactyl uh, gets in. <laughs> I highly suspect there'll be DLC characters. At this rate, because the Nintendo are getting with a program on that front. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the Wild Luigi season pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Smash, like Chris. I think it's too fucking chaotic to sometimes enjoy it. Um, and the fact that people think this is a new Smash, but this is not. This is a port of the Wii U Smash Brothers. It just has all the characters. This is not a and new Smash Brothers game. Um, it's running on Unreal Engine Four, isn't it? Yeah. I think that one ran on Unreal Engine 4 as well. No, this is the first time, I think. Yeah, because it wasn't even... Unreal Engine 4 would not run on Wii U, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Um, uh, so what's, your, what's, what's your grade? Uh, I, I would go the same way, Chris. Did. C-. minus. C-. I'm excited for uh, Fire Emblem, though. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, there's it, still stuff to like. It's just... Not enough of it, I think. Should have um, said Pokemon. So... Yeah. <laughs> they would have killed it just for having that Pokemon on there. Uh, i tell you what, the treehouse showing uh, Pokemon, they, they really, really pushed the, the fucking nerves on that one. It's yeah. The first 10 minutes we're talking about it, it's like translating guy talking Japanese, walking around in the same circle for, for 20 minutes and just taking up roundabout. It's like, you're not going to show us what the rest of the game is, are you? You, you, you just going to walk around this tiny, tiny bit. That's probably because that's all they finished. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that it's because they're all there is. <laughs> it is, but in general, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, we'll quickly go back to the two we did last week because we didn't grade them. So and just give a quick score out. So um, EA uh, Ben B. What? Well, it, it, it wasn't bad. It was just average. We knew what was going to happen. Average would no. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're great. You're great. Um, but I, I wonder if you were the same confident as we were at this point. <laughs> um, Chris, uh, D minus because they. Uh, the, the only reason I'm not giving it an F is because they announced Unravel two and released it the same day, so that was kind of a nice surprise. But other than that, nope. Fuck it. What was announced at EA's? <laughs> exactly. exactly. It, wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> um, I give it an E, uh, literally, as you said, because Unravel got announced, and yeah, that was really it for me. It just wasn't much. Oh, and the the other indie game, the, the, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that was but the rest of it was depressing, and the FIFA stuff just pissed me off because it was just like they're there parading. Oh, look, we got. The Champions League license that we in no way did 
anything in a shady or dodgy to make sure we got away from Konami. And it's like, uh, irony of ironies, yes, Konami got royally fucked over by year this year on the, the football game stuff. And it's, uh, yes, it, it, in, in more sympathetic hands, it might have been a different story, but yeah, it's uh, aggravating to say the least. Uh, Gary. A D. Only because I am slightly interested in Anthem. Yeah, Anthem yeah, was there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna change my score to a C. <laughs> Anthem was there. That intrigues you, so you dropped the score. <laughs> I I had no interest, but it's me and Bioware. We have a fractured relationship, to say the least. It's like I like one out of every five games. I think so. Uh, this isn't going to be one of them. I don't imagine. I don't like the destiny model anyway. So yeah, I, I hope it's not that. Hope it's not that. Oh, and the fact that I also give you because they had you know, respawn Vince Van Pella turn up and basically do nothing other than tell us what the name of the game was that he was pitching to EA effectively, rather than actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had no Pele. I mean, they had no Pele. No, they did not. Oh, and more for more shitty sports stuff with Command and. Conquer that wasn't a mobile game that that, that was just yeah <laughs> terrible 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 we, we we discussed all this last week though um, I'm still so, happy I got my guess on was all right I was like it's raining it's got to be England <laughs> uh, yeah well we're going to Microsoft now Ben so what what's your Microsoft grade a C plus a C plus because they're not so many good nice PlayStation games. <laughs> uh, Gary? Uh, B minus. B minus. Fair, fair. Um, I go a B. Yeah, to be honest. There was good stuff there. It got higher had most of them actually been exclusives. Had they not just bought developers in the vain hope that they could recreate their successful critical darlings, which. I think they're going to be a bit disappointed on the sales figures of, if I'm honest. Uh, I Ninja still best one to buy if, you, if you're looking to get someone to make you money as much as they make good games I still find them buying playgrounds the funniest is like let's buy the company that has <laughs> only been making games for us anyway and, and it was an announcement it was an actual announcement <laughs> they're exclusive it was like and what I'll say like again, and go, yeah, when when not they... make games for us <laughs> yeah it was like oh dear um <laughs> Um, Chris yes you see plus just for those exact reasons you just named off <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think yeah winner wise uh, one two three is as follows thirds on averages this is is uh, Microsoft second is Sony and uh, this year's winner of our poll is uh, Bethesda we've got B's and B pluses all round well done, well done. So, Bethesda, you are this year's winner. Uh, EA, Wooden Spoon. Wooden Spoon is all yours, I'm afraid. <laughs> Closely followed by Square, by the look of them. <laughs> Even with that A. Um, so, yeah, that, that's everything we, we've got. I will just uh, run over Predictions League, but we won't do any new games this week because I don't think there are any uh, of note. So, uh, we'll just catch up with what happened happened because we didn't do them last week vampire and i'm sure the ones we did um 
Vampire turned out to be 72. I said 80. Tim said 78. Ben said 83. Chris said 82. And Gary was closest, three points out on 75. So he got a point for that. On Rush, uh, 78. Uh, ben, you said 92. I said 86. Tim said 82. Gary said 75, but Chris said 76. So Chris gets on the points board. So everybody has scored points now. So Chris, six with one point. Alfonso, fifth with two. Me with 2.5 and fourth. Third is Gary with 3.5. Tim on five, and Ben still on top with six. Way. Nice. This stop-start thing is helping you out, I think. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) Right, so that that is it. Um, we'll do our shout-outs because it's a very long podcast. Uh, how long have we gone now, Ben? Two hours and ten minutes. Oof, well, yeah, considering we had to do twice as many shows as the last one, so that, that makes uh, that sense, even if some of them don't count. Uh, yeah, so Ben, do your shouts. Uh, shout-out to Evolve Mail, okay, Geff and Tweets, Twitch.tv, Evolve Mail. Shout-out to Shields, I Tank at Twitch.tv, Shields, I Tank. A shout-out to Mouse Radio, go check them out, Twitch.tv, slash Mouse Radio. Shinta was recently at the... Final Fantasy Symphony concert, which was pretty cool. Shout out to Klaus Nightbringer, Lunavox, and Sarah at Phoenix Down Radio. Go check them out, twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. A shout out to everyone that's listening, Alfonso, uh, Talus, Marvelous, just because. And a shout out to uh, all the hosts. Thanks. Yep. Um, some of that, that I, I definitely deciphered, I, I agree with. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you all for reading all the wonderful things from E3 and uh, for liking all the tweeting I did in the week. It was great fun, I have to say. Um, you can, of course, follow us on Pod Unchained, myself on at Nesco, at PSU.com, at PSU.com, on the Twitter. So uh, that, that's from, from me. Ben is done. Gary's next. So, yes, Gary. Uh, yeah, to all the listeners, as always, you guys for having me on. Thank you. Mm, good stuff. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. And Chris. Uh, yeah, friends, family, listeners, um, thanks for the support. You guys, Tim and Alphonse and Klaus. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, catch me on Twitter at Devangel, D-E-V-A-N-G-I-A-E-L. What's his name, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with a, a regular podcast again. I know we keep saying that, but now E3 is done. Be, honestly, there won't be much going on for a while, I promise. Nothing. No shock announcements, no tournaments of any distinction. It will be back to normal podcast for at least more than one week at this time, I promise. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the games and stuff that we've been playing. I, uh, there's much to discuss even though not much I feel like I haven't played anything but I've played everything at the same time it's just I look at my library and just go shit that's a lot of games where do they all come from uh-huh. um, but we'll discuss all that next week uh, in, in great detail I'm sure um, until then uh, listen to this listen to the problematic sticker anime podcast which we're also recording tonight and probably be out first so in which case my advertisement is not quite null and void yes. You know, partly pointless. Still, listen to it if you haven't already. It's great. And we're back after a short break. So, until then, tatty bye.